Hey everybody, welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. Hey-o. I'm Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. We're going to be talking about Dolly Dearest, <laughs> uh, a movie from a, a classic from the 80s. Uh, uh, 90, 91. Oh, really? 91. My favorite part of the 80s. Or 90 poo, one of those ones. Yeah. Oh, man. That would explain why it had such good effects. Yes. Oh. Killer. <laughs> uh, this is this is another movie that I have seen many times, but never really sat through. I have seen it many times, and I remember renting it when I was a kid too, because I was I was Chucky obsessed. And this yeah, was, this was just another. I I love the box cover to this. Just uh, it's that simplistic doll just sitting there staring. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that as a kid and just wanting to rent that, being creeped out at the same time. It's super creepy. I mean, it's it's a good movie. Yeah, uh, overall. Sure. Um, <laughs> I think it's well made. I think it has. I think it has a lot of competency, especially in like the shooting and all that kind of stuff. Like it, mm-hmm. it holds together. There, there were only a couple of moments. The ending is fucking terrible. I don't want to skip yeah. too far ahead, but like, there was there was this one really jarring cut where they had to ADR over it because they were like, "I think I'm going to go to the convent to find out." <laughs> and it was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> it's, that the, was weird. There were there are too many convent scenes in this movie. I mean not I mean not a lot of times at the convent, but by convent scenes I mean scenes like that where right. I felt it just slowed to a grinding halt where it was just like, I'm gonna go talk to a nun for a bit. Like it's move on. Also the <laughs> editing the editing was jarring in this movie. There's some scenes that I swear just weren't there. Yeah. Like, there's that right. scene right, uh, before the girl freaks out when she sees a priest. The mom's, like, folding laundry. She's like, we're going soon. Is somebody there? And the next thing you know, they're they're back. They're driving the car back home. And it's just like, wait, wait what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was another scene where it seemed like it was implied that the doll stole a car. <laughs> like, it was, like, footprint. Like, you hear footsteps. Doll goes out. Door opens. Door slams. Car takes off. And you're like... Did this You're fucking like, doll just steal a goddamn car? It's like, that's where the Simpsons got that <laughs> gag from. <laughs> oh my god, it's so weird. But uh, but like I said, I, I like it. I do, uh, I like it too. As much as I'm saying, like, ragging on it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's... It, I think Watching it's, it three times in two days whoa. was a bit torturous. Uh, I watched it twice. I just, I, I, I come prepared. That's I why I left a, my notes at work. <laughs> I did a background <laughs> watch at work. Like, I was literally... At Coast City, like and it was on in the background, and I was like, kind of half paying attention to it the first time. So maybe that doesn't even count. I feel fortunate that we both have jobs where we can watch movies. I know it's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, let's just get into it. Okay, let's just get into it. Um, so this is Dolly Dearest. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we open open the movie, uh, pull in on uh, a Spanish. A Spanish sign uh, for the Department of Archaeology. Mm-hmm. So we know there's some sort of archaeological there's a dig, going, dig going on. Whenever big... there's a dig in these movies, you know something awful's about to be exactly. unleashed. <laughs> there's a big pit. There's a mine shaft looking thing. Uh, it pans around and you see all these like Mayan looking heads. The catacombs look cool. The tunnels look cool. They did. This is a good intro. This is a good uh, hook for the movie too. It the is. Beginning. Yeah. Um, you, you see all these little stone heads and it pretty much establishes where you are. You're like, okay, Spanish language and then kind of Mayan-ish architecture. Got it. Know what's going on. Aziz, light! <laughs> yes. Um, and then then we cut to this archaeologist who's like winching this probably priceless door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, 
in a way, <laughs> this like- asshole. <laughs> it's like if anybody else who was doing archaeology at the time, so like everybody's like got a little brush and they're yeah. like, okay, let's touch this up just like, a little you bit. You know that thing's gonna shatter when it one falls, dude right? and a winch. It's like what an ass. So he deservedly gets crushed by the door when it blows off and Ghostbusters stuff comes out. Yeah, it supernaturally blows off. His winch does not pull it off. Yeah, his winch sucks. And he gets crushed by it. Um, it, it like the door blows back and actually just jumps up off the ground and squishes him. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. But you don't see him get squished. Like, yeah, no, like, there's there's no blood, there's no gore. But if it was like a real door, like I think that body would just go. Oh, <laughs> if that was a giant <laughs> slab like, of stone, bubbles on top of him. Oh. Which unleashes the flying red cartoon demon of the Sanzia goat baby monster. (laughs) Yeah, they do the, like, Ghostbusters negative scratch monster monster claws. Um, I think this is probably early enough that it is actually negative scratches. They're actually, like, fucking with the actual negatives. Oh, yeah. Um, Really, really primitive, but, like, I love that look. Mm -hmm. I think it looks really cool. Except when Clive Barker does it. It's the worst in Hellraiser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that effect is so bad in Hellraiser. Uh, but that's another story altogether. Um, <clears throat> so then we cut up to the uh, the kid on the plane. Well, we see well we see this we see the negative scratchy monster yeah, yeah. go into the doll factory. Right, it goes into the doll yep. factory. And then Obviously, we, then that's, we, that's important. Yes, that we get the kid on the plane. He's dressed as a little little business jerk. He's got his like his like business kid clothes. He's reading. He's reading some sort of business kid book. I just want to say that this kid could have been excised <laughs> from this whole movie. Huh. And watching it as many times as I did, I've really tried to justify it. Wow. I think you're right. And I just want to give a shout out here to my to my buddy Marcus Rude. Uh, you should follow him at the uh, the World of Rude Horror there on Instagram. We were talking about this movie. And oh, he, yeah. And I brought up this kid to him, too. And he was like, well, he gave the key to the, the mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He it hides in like, the closet. And he hands hides in the key. closet and gives a key. Also, that that's another that's another pointless scene where it's like, why wasn't the door just fucking unlocked? unlocked. Like if the but, kid uh, wasn't there, it was just like, why don't you but, just uh, walk in? But yeah, you would Mar- have just saved five minutes of screen time. Marcus suffered the pain with me the other day when uh, he was watching nice. this movie too. Uh, so thanks, dude. And he's a, he's a great loyal listener. So awesome. Thank you. That's great. Um, yeah, so so business kid. Uh, he's reading why bad things happen to good kids uh, on the plane, and yeah, exactly. And then you know you jarringly notice that Denise Crosby is sitting behind him, and you're like, "Holy shit, Tasha Yar's in this on this plane." That's awesome. Um, also, the mom in um, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, of course. Yeah. How topical. I gotta say, man, I'm like in looking at her. I think I'd never noticed how like beautiful she was she looks like a 20s like superstar in a lot of these shots like in black and white she would have looked like one of those really famous starlets i can see that of the 20s or 30s really crazy like i'm surprised she didn't have a bigger career i think star trek might have kind of hurt her yeah i don't think you can get over star trek I think that Is kind that of thing. I, don't I think know. that kind I'm of fucks up trekkie, your career. So I really don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think you get on Star Trek and then it's just like kind of downhill from there. I'm sure there are <laughs> exceptions. I mean, William Shatner went nowhere but up. Yes. I mean, Devil's Reign, all the good stuff that he did after that. The Kingdom of the Spiders. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, 
Yeah, we just do a, a dumb exposition dump. This is just like, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're from L.A. We're going to Mexico to make dolls. All that. Yep. That's not all that important. They land and they meet their Mexican liaison, who is... The real estate broker, who right? Is the, yeah, their, yeah, their real estate broker, who is a mildly racist <laughs> stereotype. <laughs> it's like, of course he doesn't understand. He speaks Spanish. I feel like this movie doesn't describe the dad's job enough or what he is like no shit like he 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 apparently struck the whole family's fortune on a doll company that was supposed to already be like does he know anything about making dolls did he, he has he, he from never, a toy company they never he bought it sight unseen yeah he read a bunch of shit and didn't fly down to look at it before no. signing the fucking papers and then just bought a doll factory which is and it says just a big fucking tool shed that's it's, ruined. Yeah, it's a workshop. It's, <laughs> yeah, not, a, it's like, not a factory. When they're like, oh, look at this factory that you purchased. You you bought a bunch of tables and, but you But it's know, just like, who is this guy? Was that yeah. his... Is he is he a liaison from a toy company maker already? Like, I think we don't he, know anything. We're just... I think he just bought a pig and a poke. Who the hell buys a doll factory, sight unseen, and I, moves his whole damn family down to Mexico to... I think he's just an idiot. <laughs> I think he just literally it was makes like, no sense. Like, listen, this is a, because they did. Can you imagine trying to sell it to your wife? <laughs> like, you know what we've been saving for? If I, if I had kids, yeah. wow, the kids are gonna love this dirt town in Mexico, this doll factory that I bought. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, to be fair, I did tell my wife that I was going to quit my job and uh, and start making T-shirts for a living when I'd never printed a T-shirt in my life. Yeah. So, you know what? My wife might have been okay with it. No, she would not have been okay with the doll factory <laughs> thing. That's, that's absolutely a lie. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so so as we, as we find it's out... It's like, honey, you work for the city water district. What do you know about making dolls? <laughs> I mean, that's what I assume. I assume he literally knew nothing going into this. Yeah. And he was just like... This is a he never says anything like, this is a lot different than the factory back home or anything like that. Like, no, there's nothing. nothing. He's just like, okay, I guess I have a doll factory in Mexico now. I mean, and you don't have a doll factory in Mexico. You have a, a building workshop. Yeah, you have a Quonset hut that has like <laughs> chairs yeah. and some old doll parts that are useless. And a giant mixer. Oh, yes, and a giant <laughs> mixer. which <laughs> That's where all the doll ingredients go into. <laughs> There's some line like that. <laughs> My favorite part was like when they actually do the mixer part. It's skipping way ahead, but like, <laughs> like they've done such a bad job of setting up what the, what the things in the building are. They did absolutely no foreshadowing. No. So basically, they had to have an ADR line of the doll saying, "Oh, it's time to go into the mixer." Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, you could have just been like, that mixer sure is old. I wonder if it still works. Yeah. Boom. Oh, no, there is a line. Like, some, uh, somebody says it when they're walking off camera. And you're, they're like, what is that? Like, oh, that's the mixer. That's where Oh, they did. He, he's describing the doll parts of the kid, I think he's telling it to. And he's like, yeah, that's where all the, that's where all the things go into to make the doll. <laughs> you just, you, you just, just put the ingredients in the mixer and boop. <laughs> Dolly Dearest. Just pour it out the bottom. Spits out evil dolls. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so the little girl follows a frog that's on a string for some reason. I did I don't not know notice the string. So really weird. Uh, the, the first shot, the the frog hops twice mm -hmm. and I, there's like a string behind it. I couldn't tell if it was like a fake frog and it had like a bulb yeah, where they yeah, were yeah. making it hop or if it was a real frog and they were like poking it with a like something. <laughs> 
couldn't tell, but there was definitely a weird string in the first shot, and then it disappears in the second shot. Interesting. Um, yeah, real weird. But she follows this frog, yep. which, you know, frogs are harbingers of whatever, a la BPRD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she finds one of the dolls. Yep. She goes into the room, and there's a big line there's of dolls. There's a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is something I... <laughs> this is terrible. This is me watching movies bad. That's why I do this podcast. Is because when I watch movies like this, I don't pay attention enough. Mm-hmm. And so when I watch them now, I actually understand these movies that I've seen a million times, but that's I've never paid attention to. I think that's it. I think that's the whole point. I do it because you asked me if you wanted to do a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'd asked you to jump off a bridge. I'm there for you, bro. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't remember that this wasn't just a Chucky scenario. I thought this was just seriously one doll. And... I've seen this movie probably I five gotta, times. I gotta give the props to that. I, I forgot about that, too. Are you talking about the hive mind kind of deal? Yeah, the yeah. fact that all the dolls are evil. Which which kind of cult of Chucky turned right. into the Dolly exactly. Dearest ripoff after Dolly Dearest yeah. was the <laughs> cult uh, Chucky ripoff. Exactly. We gotta... Oh, man. Paying tribute. Yes. Um, so I thought that was cool. I, I like that addition. Mm-hmm. But she, she asks if she can take the doll home. And, and it doesn't matter which doll she grabs, because... Because they're all evil. They all sends you. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so... The Skipping sun- way ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the son finds the archaeological dig out back. And, you know, he fucking wanders into it. And he just starts pulling out maps and... Like, I feel like he would have been in prison. Mm-hmm. In most... Like, like, in the U.S., if you just walked into an archaeological dig and started stealing their blueprints... Wouldn't maybe the police get involved? <laughs> maybe not in this neighborhood. I actually know somebody who's an archaeologist. I should ask. Ask him if he would <laughs> call the cops. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. And so we got... Oh, that's right. She said she had the uh, the, the weird line. You're going to be my new playmate. You're going to be my, my only playmate. playmate. <laughs> Setting up the fact that she has no friends and therefore is going to be easily manipulated into... Yeah. Being possessed by this evil entity. Again, let's just think, think of what the boy does here. He just goes and checks out the archaeologist site. Like, yeah. Nothing. We don't. We don't need it. I'm just gonna keep. There's, I'm just gonna keep clocking this kid. Like, we could have. We could have lived without that. It's we know. True. We know the site's next to the thing because we see it outside. Yeah. He talks to the dad with it. We don't need that kid to go to the dig site to see it. He rip torn wouldn't have fit through the hole without him. <laughs> That one time, and then he clears it out and does fit through. He does it anyway. Exactly. fuck. This kid This kid is superfluous. Completely. Oh my god, you're right. Wow. And he sucks on screen. (laughs) I don't like watching (sighs) him. (laughs) He reminds me of the wizard from Nightmare 3, so I kind of forgive him. That's all. (laughs) I like watching the wizard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, you're... Damn, I think this kid right. sucks. I think this kid sucks. Uh, okay, so uh, we find out that turkey manure is best for your vegetables. While Denise Crosby is making making lunch with uh, the housekeeper, mm-hmm. um, the girl goes out back. Uh, Jessica. Yeah, the dollhouse. Uh, and they have a dollhouse. That's a, that's a cool part. It is. I get, I give it. Like, that's a neat scene. It's it's oh, super, a cool it's little a, set piece. It's a cool yep. little set piece. Um, so this girl has her own giant dollhouse out back to hang out in with the dolly yeah it's very metaphorical as well because she is in 
there's a doll that is sentient and she is oh, now in a doll house and so it's like deep. I mean but but truly that is obviously what they were going for yep. it's like there's the metaphor and it's kind of it kind of works um it works on a very <laughs> a very low level but still it's cool um but she just becomes obsessed with the doll, with Dolly, yes. and obsessed with just being in the dollhouse, talking to Dolly all day, and drawing uh, weird drawings. She yeah. starts drawing uh, weird Mayan shit with yeah. like uh, with like bloody knives yeah. and things. Yeah, she's like, where did you see this? Like Dolly told me. Dolly, <laughs> how did Dolly tell you how to draw something? Yeah, <laughs> it's real weird. Um, she's an art teacher. Oh, okay. <laughs> And a goat demon baby. And a goat demon baby. Uh, this is another, this is a weirdly superfluous scene as well. This is the one where she's packing. Mm-hmm. She's or unpacking her stuff in the bedroom. Yeah, it goes fucking like, nowhere. Yeah, something spooks her. I was just talking to you about this before the, before the thing with the editing problems. Like we're, uh, yeah. yeah, so she's, she's unpacking and she's like, Jessica, get ready. We're going soon. And then she like hears something maybe. And she's like, is yeah. something there? And then the very next cut is them coming back from wherever the hell yeah, they were going. They're, She's they're, got the kid, the other kid in the car who wasn't even there in the scene at all. Definitely five minutes of footage that is yeah. missing from there. Like, they cut this down. I mean, this movie is 90 minutes long. We didn't even get, like, a grindhouse. Like, it is real missing long. or anything. It's too long. Like, at 90 minutes? At yeah. 90 minutes. This movie is long. You know how it could be <laughs> cut? I, I Lose do. that fucking kid. The whole thing could be I 76 do. minutes and it would be perfect. You're right. Um, but I've got the key. This is <laughs> this is the best part of the whole movie. I agree. This is this scene is downright motherfucking exorcist worthy. Mm-hmm. Like it really was super effective. And super the girl crazy. is great. The girl is great. So we come back from our trip after our editing disaster, and uh, there's a priest uh, blessing the house outside, and Jessica just loses her shit and every time. Sp- every- Every yeah. time his miter or whatever it is comes down, she goes, ah! and then like another one, like she's being, like she's being stabbed. Mm-hmm. And then she just flips her shit. Yep. Like just amazing screaming. And the kid's great. Kid's like. great. <laughs> um, and she's just like screams. The priest leaves. She wants her dolly. The kid goes in to get her dolly. Um, but what's, what's best is the, the next part where she's like, she sees, the um, the uh, the housekeeper says, "Oh, it's just it's common to you know you get a priest you to bless, bless the house, the house. Yeah. and so now the doll and she know who brought the priest in, and yep. she gives that fucking housekeeper that look a death <laughs> stare, just like and she goes back and forth looking at the crucifix on her hand and like looking at her and she just fucking hates her, and then she hates the the little crucifix and all that. It's awesome, I love that. But this kid in this scene, he goes and gets the doll for her." See? Which she didn't really need, or she could have just had it with her in the car. Again, <laughs> useless scene from a kid. Yeah. From, from the boy. Um, now we... C- I really wonder if they just, like, wrote the movie without him at first. They owed him a favor. Or did it to differentiate from Chucky, because Chucky just had one kid, too? Like, they were like, well, this is different. We got the family. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but, I, but I'm but I'm committed to the thought process here. This kid could have not existed in this whole movie, and it would have been fine. I mean, his, I almost want to re-edit it. His only his only contribution, his only real contribution, is that he read that book at the end, and then he said that it was about the the sands whatever. It but is. Rip Torn says all that too. It's true. He well, tells, I mean, he, he could he, have said he it. Tells the mom all that shit at the archaeology site. It's true. 
But the reason that and she... that kid reading the book didn't solve any mystery or, like, way to beat it. Well, no, and that's... Oh, believe me, that's that's a whole other issue, is the fact that, like, right there, that should have been... We're skipping ahead again. Yeah. But fuck, man. But this kid Somebody finds this giant book about the demons, and it's just like, why wouldn't that be a plot point? To, like, I found what stops them, or I found how to stop them. They exactly. Don't. As long as we can destroy the body... Yeah. Or as long as we set the, the, we the corpse on fire, that's anything. A, that's a we problem I have with this know. movie. There's no rules to this demon. Nope. At all. We don't know. And it's, which, it's like it's like child's play. You know you know who he is. You know there's the spirit of the killer in the doll. He needs to get out or he's stuck in the doll. There's like no motivations for this yeah. demon or no rules. Like It's not like you need to get out of this or move from the and, doll into the kid or, or nothing. Yeah, his motivations are vague because all we have is... They want to kill kids. They don't like children, or they're angry about whatever. Like, that's we, it. we we find the history of the doll was a the Sanzia people. Were that, were yeah, they, was, was that the people? It was either a people or a cult. Yeah, one of the two. They wanted to make a bad baby. Yeah, so they so fed they it made the blood of so children. They made a baby and they just fed it children's blood and I guess the baby had a goat head yep. and then the baby was just like too evil and it almost killed their whole s- but like we don't even find out why they wanted to make the evil baby like was it was it to attack their enemies like we don't even find that motivation <laughs> they were into doing shit for just shits and giggles every idea that, in this movie is just so half-baked yeah like, no you're right that is hey the- wouldn't it be cool if this cult made a goat baby yeah why are they making it nah, who cares who they made the cares? goat baby dude <laughs> oh my god oh Speaking of people who are baked in this movie, uh, Rip Torn comes up next, um, and uh, he introduces us to his delightful Spanish accent, yeah. um, which is sometimes there, sometimes not, sometimes a little British, sometimes not, and his awesome smoky eye, which is like, what is ha- what has happened with this eye makeup? So I was reading about Rip Torn when I was getting ready for this, and uh, it turns out he was actually supposed to be Jack Nicholson in Easy Rider. But he ended up getting into a fight with Dennis Hopper and got replaced by Jack Nicholson. And that movie launched Jack Nicholson's career. And that's where his alcoholism comes from? And <laughs> I just feel bad for him, man. No. Like, so what you do? I did Easy Rider, man. Then I'm some Joker in the Batman. And what have you been up to, Rip? Oh, I did Dolly Dearest. <laughs> <laughs> I got into a bunch of drunken, drunken driving incidents. Yeah. I've been arrested 462 times for drunk driving. Uh, got kicked off 30 Rock for drunk driving. He got uh, arrested for robbing a bank that he thought was his house. <laughs> I, yeah, man. I mean, and that's the thing, is that that could have been any of those guys on Easy Rider. Yeah. Like, like they were all headed in that direction. But man, that's just got to feel weird, like, as a career... It's true. Do you think that he and Gary Busey hang out? I don't know. Let's, let's bring up Quint Howard again, because I've always thought about Quint Howard's, like... Thanksgiving dinner at the Howards. Like, so, Ron, what'd you do? Well, I won a couple Academy Awards for Apollo 13, and uh, Clint, how was your year? Well, I was the ice cream man. <laughs> I, I was ice cream man. I, uh, I I serve ice cream to children. Hey, it's did, made out human did, body parts. Did, 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 did anybody here see House of the Dead? Nah, I had fun making that. <laughs> Whatever, man. He's been in every single Ron Howard movie, which is great. Yep. <laughs> Makes me really happy that he always puts them in there. Um, okay, damn, we can get off topic. So we easy. really can. <laughs> it sucks because I like this movie, and like going through it, I'm just like, wow, this movie's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, that's but exactly I, where I stand. But like, it's it, that's the I thing. I love it. It's not leaving my collection, but it's such a piece of shit. <laughs> 
I also found out that my DVD is worth like 75 bucks. I, I saw Holy that. Holy shit. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Maybe I don't like it enough to keep it. That's, a, that's an expensive <laughs> piece of nonsense. Um, but yeah. I think the tape might be cheaper. I think it is. That's so weird. Yeah. It's, that's the future. Oh, look. Meep's playing with it. See, he loves Dolly Dearest, too, <laughs> just like we all do. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we meet Rip Torn. He's, got, he's in charge of this. Uh, sure, he's in charge of it. Uh, he's whatever. The dean he's, finance. Who sure, knows? Whatever. <laughs> Again, Nobody explains who he is or what he does. But he has something to do with this dig, and he goes down to the dig because um, Mr. Crunch by the door that we met in the <laughs> beginning has not obviously been sending any Right. Word back. What's amazing so is... So somebody that, sent pictures of this dig to him that he's but checking. But he media. gets a team. He has like 50 people when he goes to do work. Like, mostly he's by himself. But yeah. then like the next day, it's just like teaming with people. They've dug the whole thing out and blah, blah, blah. This... Why didn't this guy get a team? Mm-hmm. Maybe he wouldn't have been crushed by a door. <laughs> he was working all along. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay. So he looked at these pictures. He's like, did he think he found it? Do you think he found it? I don't know. So Rip Torn flies down to the scene. Yep. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it. We don't see him for a while. Uh, mom goes to visit Jessica in the dollhouse and we get the, the hint that Dolly is probably talking to Jessica. Yes. And the housekeeper is terrified of both the doll and Jessica. Uh Um, the son goes into the Mayan ruins again, like an asshole. Um, and like, this is where he steals the blueprints. Maybe like he rolls them up. It looks like he takes them. But why? He's a fucking asshole. Um, he's trying to prove that he could be the assistant to Rip. He says but he doesn't even know that he exists yet. Yes, he just thinks it's an abandoned dig. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Okay, then we cut to uh, Jessica and the doll eating lunch, uh, and Jessica's drawing like really detailed like Mayan yeah. photos now. This or Mayan pictures this time, and. Uh, and uh, she says, Dolly says that she's been he's been waiting for me for a doll for a little girl just like me. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Just like all the warning signs get ignored by mm-hmm. everyone in this family. Um, Jessica, like, sees the, the crucifix on the on the housekeeper's arm and she goes ballistic again. She gets a little a little freaky. And then she shoves the dishes out of her hands. Okay, I'm trying, to, rem- I'm says, trying to remember where we are, man. Kinta Kantaro. Oh, yeah. As she pushes the... Th- and then she runs off with the doll. And mm-hmm. then the housekeeper's like, Holy fuck, this She's little... speaking the ancient she- language of the Sanzia goat tribe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Their spirits fly with the evil one. Uh, and so... So... Th- then we get back to mom going back into the dollhouse to visit Jessica again. And Jessica's even more bitchy this time. Yes. And then, but she turns it off. But that's like, she, she has a little moment of like turning to the doll. Man, this cat's and, then, and then she smiles. Yeah. And, then, and she's and like, she's like, oh, because she was being rude to mom. Yeah. Like, she was being rude to her mother. And then she all of a sudden turned to like, she looked at Dolly and was like, oh shit, I gotta be good. And yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Then she puts on like the most nauseating, like I'm a good girl act, but it's just so <laughs> stupid that any parent would just be like. What's wrong? Because she's mad. To, Don't talk to my doll and us like that again. That's then, what she's, I, then she turns around and she's like, I'm sorry, mommy. <laughs> we should have a nice lunch together and be really best friends. And mom's like, okay. And she's like, no, your daughter's still being freaking weird, lady. I, this, is, uh, this is one of the problems about kids in movies where it's hard to tell if the kid is a shitty actor 
or if the parent is just written stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this is this bad writing, or is the kid, like, just not a good actor? I think the kid's a fine actor, and I think she was doing exactly what she was directed to do okay. by the director. I think she does fine here. I think I just, actually like this kid in this movie for the most part. I do, too, but it's just over over mm. the top. Like, that's the thing, like... I think she's acting exactly how she was supposed to act, right. but it's just stupid. It's just stupid. That's. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That stands to reason. Um, okay, so this is uh, this is where we finally, after what seems like seven hours, actually get yes. something happening. Is this, uh, is this, the, this is the, the doll factory employee? Uh, no, no. This is uh, this is the, the 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 housekeeper, right? No. Oh yes. Yeah. So she goes down. Uh, she. Oh, yeah. They get she, locked out somehow first. Yeah, the doll calls Jessica out in the middle of the night. I love that I'm like, I've watched this three times to get ready. And I, was like, I can't even remember what's going on. Yeah, the, My brain's uh, an so, idiot. So Dolly <laughs> is out in the dollhouse and is calling Jessica out to hang out with her. And then the, the housekeeper is, like, is folding go. clothes because yep. she's about to quit. She has already told. She has already told her that she can't work there anymore. Right? Yeah, but she's what like, is she doing she's there? packing her, she's packing her shit. Oh, and leaving. her stuff. Okay. Literally, like she's she's in her room. I mean, she's in her nightdress, but she's putting all her clothes in a suitcase. Yep. It looks like she's getting ready to leave the next day. You know, she's got ten hours to retirement, so <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go out on one last mission. Um, and uh, so never she, works out. She follows her out. All the doors are locked. They get locked out. So uh, so the housekeeper says, you stay here. I'm going to go down the bulkhead. Mm-hmm. She like opens the, the bulkhead doors, goes down into the basement. There's Why are there doll heads everywhere? In this? Was this house attached to this factory? Again, they don't say. Why are there so many fucking doll heads down there? And it would kind of make sense if he bought this factory and if it was owned by somebody. Like if he bought the whole, if it was like a package right, it's, deal. Is that even a thing? Deal? Like you get the owner's house and the doll factory. That's The doll factory is not next door. It's down the road. Because we see stupid fucking kid running from a dog yes. for no damn reason later on. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Um, so damn, that kid is not. There's no purpose to that kid. <laughs> it makes me. Angry. He is just a filler. Oh yeah. my god, I hate it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but so this scene was kind of cool. Um, yeah, the maid starts going downstairs. She gets kind of tripped up, like mm-hmm. Child's Play two. Down, yeah, falls down the damn stairs, and uh, the uh, the face on that doll is effective. Yes, and <laughs> it's funny because they have some pretty decent like animatronics. They've got some like cable controlled facial features in that in that thing. It doesn't really come out to the but, third act that much. But the thing is that when when it's an effect, like an actually effective scare mm-hmm. is when they just take a doll and shake it, <laughs> elf like, style, just, <laughs> like elf style. That looks fucking creepy. Like somebody just jams a doll out and shakes mm-hmm. it, and it looks fucking terrifying yeah it works it does it but it works but it also almost comes off like a haunt like going oh, to a yeah, haunted yeah. House oh absolutely kind of where uh, i i don't hold that against it at all i love that part <laughs> and uh the doll always here's where here's where the doll differentiates from chucky too and chucky also does this as well but it does that 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 strike and run away kind of thing all the time yes where the doll runs up it'll put a put a knife in your shoulder yeah. and run away for a while and it's just like wait why why? Why just kill the person? Like what here, you- I mean, okay. So this is this is the problem with dolls as as villains is the fact that they have no weight and they have no you know mm-hmm. you just grab them by the feet and you smash their head into the floor until yep. they break. Um, 
Okay, and so, so you're I, saying the doll knows this. So I, exactly. So I like the idea of, okay. of it being more of a trilogy of like terror, kind of like yeah. runs through and goes, and <laughs> you're like, yep. shit, what the fuck was that? I think it was a doll. You know, like Puppet Master kind of did that sometimes. Yep. Where it I would guess be every like, doll movie does that. Now that I think about it. I mean, there... It's difficult, you know, a severed hand that kills people, a doll that kills people. It's just like you got no traction. You got nothing. You can't have like a fight fight. There's there's no fight there. I mean, like, I I assume that there's supernatural but I guess that's forces. What this, that's what this doesn't have that Chucky has because there is Chucky fights. So there are times when he jumps up on somebody's shoulder, tries yeah. to strangle them and he fights them and he's sticking to their back and stuff. Right. Like that. Dolly never does that ever. Like, she, right. She just sticks and moves. Yeah. I And I mean... She has less to lose than Chucky does too, because she is a horde. She is legion. There, there is a legion of Dolly Dearest in this, and um, also like like villains in a kung fu movie, they never think to attack at the same time. Yeah, they They're, do. I mean, there was there was a well, te- there was of, a little team up, but it's not like they all just like swarm on somebody the way that you would actually want yep. if you were going to try to kill somebody. And that would be cool if we saw all the dollies swarming. Because all the... All, yeah. There's multiple dolls, but there's not multiple personalities. They're all the same doll. And I also feel that they could... they. I feel like they didn't nail the personality of the doll, right? In this movie. I feel like sometimes yeah. it's like a, like a toy voice. Sometimes it's like an evil voice. Sometimes it snarls. Some, I, I, think, I almost feel like it might have been more effective if it was always just the doll voice, not the, oh, I'm evil. Because I feel the voice is terrible. Yeah, I, where it's like where I like creepy. I like creepy better than I like the demon voice. Like, say it was just like talking Tina from Twilight Zone. Yeah, exactly. If everything the doll said was just like in that kind of inflection, but the evil thing, I think it would have worked so much more effective than, oh, goody, now we get to go for a ride. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were there were some really there were some really the, weak dialogue. I ones. really don't like the voice acting for <clears throat> Dolly. No, not at all. Um, it's. Yeah, it's it's weird and distracting, and also I feel like maybe a maybe a bunch of it was ADR too, where it and a lot of and sometimes they put it through audio filters, so it's like robotic yeah. and weird sounding. Like the laughs have effects, like it's just all over the place. Her voice is never consistent. Yeah, it's not good. And this is this is also confusing. So this part, so we've lured we've lured the uh, the housekeeper downstairs. The doll is in there. The doll locks a bolt lock at the top of the stairs in the same room that they're in. Yep. She goes to open the door and she's like, oh, no, I'm locked in by the bolt lock. Motherfucker, you're in the same room <laughs> as the person who pulled the bolt lock. If the doll is in there, unless there are two dolls in the house and that bolt lock was outside, then you just turn the goddamn bolt lock. Number two. You couldn't establish that by just a tight shot? <laughs> like, and so then, then the scene happens where the doll like booga booga boogas and then she falls down the stairs and breaks a bunch of stairs and railings. Mm-hmm. And... Later, oh, the, the dad, dad just comes, walks, down, just the walks sta- down the stairs like fucking nothing happened. That's right, I didn't know. He's just it. like, ah, oh, what? Must be a bunch of broken stairs. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. Like, he doesn't notice broken stairs when he walks downstairs. Maybe he, maybe there are multiple staircases to this basement. But that annoyed me too. Um, so eventually, she gets like, it's a good, it's a good kill too. It is a good kill. She gets lured over to a the swimming pool to a big uh, cistern, I think. I don't know the word. I think it's a cistern. Is that um, like a well? Yeah, basically. Okay. 
So there's a there's a there's a big square well cut out in this basement, yeah. uh, big enough to be fully submerged in. I don't know how deep it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, end up it's it's about four feet deep because he finds the bottom because the dad like sticks his head all the way down to the bottom and pulls me and out. pulls that. Yeah. So yeah, she ends up falling into this water or pushed into the water, and the dolly rips all the lighting <laughs> off the wall, like and throws a light bulb in there with her. Yes. And so she gets shocked to death in this well there, and then the dolly runs back upstairs. Uh, well, we don't see that. But the maid's dead. Then all of a sudden, the girl's still waiting outside for the maid. But the doll's just like, come, Jessica, to the dollhouse with me. Which is, I don't know why the doll wouldn't just walk up to Jess and have her carry her to the dollhouse. But it's just like it lures her in there. Like, she would have gone anyway. Yeah, I... I think it's literally just for creepiness. I don't think it has any any plot bearing or any, like, any character bearing. I think it's literally just... It's creepy to have the doll talk and lure a little girl someplace. Gotcha. Uh, I, I think it just adds to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have the parents walking around the house now in the dark because this has blown the main for the house. Then eh, whatever. This takes so long. <laughs> it does. So, but dad's in the basement. He doesn't notice the broken stairs for some reason. And it's like, we know he's going to find the body. Just find it. But he just keeps poking around everywhere, poking around everywhere. There's no suspense. The doll's not down there. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say that this is worth it for me. Okay. This scene is worth it just because of the way that he finds the body. (laughs) Because he goes in, he pulls the power main out of the water Mm because he realizes that that's what's causing the short. And then like lightning strikes outside and the body of the housekeeper shoots out <laughs> like, like like a dolphin mm-hmm. <laughs> breaching. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> it just, she just shoots out of the water and, like, lands on top of him. Mm-hmm. And he is not all that phased. No. This is his second corpse in so many days, basically. <laughs> you know, somebody died in the right next door in the, the mine. Yep. Then this lady dies, and he's just like, yep, okie dokie. Well, I just... Uh, just oh, Sands, yeah, always a problem this time of year. A bloated corpse <laughs> just fell on me, and he's just kind of walking it off. He's like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah, and so also, at the and at the same time as this amazing corpse reveal happens, uh, the doors blow open, the windows shatter, mm-hmm. and the doll and the little girl are standing looking blank-eyed at the family. Yeah. While like while getting covered in rain, it's like pouring rain on them, and they're just kind of stand. She's just standing there looking dead eyed. I thought she should have been holding the dolly at that scene too. I thought so too. The dolly was just like kind of wavering in the wind. Like, it wasn't even facing her. Like, was like, yeah, it wasn't even looking at the family. It's just weird. Real weird. Um, weird choice. So the next day, the bomb's outside in the backyard on like a chaise lounge, reading parents and parenting or something. Parents and kids. <laughs> A book, and uh, and she's just staring at the dollhouse, just like mm-hmm. just death glaring the dollhouse. So she to walks over there. On. Yep, and she hears the doll talking. And now we can... we've now we've seen the doll pacing back and forth. Yes, she right. hasn't. She doesn't see it, but he's, the doll is like doing like a general patent. Yeah, like walking back and <laughs> forth. Now your mom's gonna be a problem, and we're gonna have to take care of everybody and everybody's standing in our way. And like. It's kind of awesome. This, this movie would have been great if it was like an earnest movie where we cut in and we saw the doll wearing all the army clothes and it just keeps cutting the different disguises. I would have been okay with that. I would too. 
I, <laughs> this movie did not go as goofy as it probably should have. No. For how goofy it was, for how goofy it wound up being. Um, so she tries to get in the dollhouse. That was a neat scene. She uh, tries to open the door. Yeah. And she can't because it's locked. Until eventually it opens, but then she finds there was not even a latch in the first place. Right. Like, I thought that was cool. You were holding the door. No. No. Dolly locked it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Um, Moving and, on. Move, yeah, and then we <laughs> then we move. Like everything in this, it's just like cut, 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 cut. Um, we cut to smoky-eyed Rip Torn with his ridiculous eye makeup uh, <laughs> at his... Uh, at his dig. The sun is at the dig site now. Jimmy. Everybody's favorite character, Jimmy, is now. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm your best friend. I'm the one that can get in there, buddy. Yeah. I'm a little kid. You should send this little kid in. He's super cocky. Like, so annoying. He is. He's just like, what were you doing in there? Like, well, you can go in, but you probably won't go because the thing's caved in. You I'm going to fold my arms and look 90s cool. Like, <laughs> you probably won't fit. Oh, I, what are you going to do? Have a team of archaeologists show up here in a couple days, <laughs> dig the whole thing out, and then just walk in? Oh, that's what you're going to do? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, um, yeah. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I guess that, that, that does work. There's no reason I'm, to send a child guess, in here at all. I guess I'm going back to read some more ironic books. Okay. Which, is, <laughs> which is why he steals the helmet and goes in. Yep. Rip does not care that he has this ability to go in because he's small. He's not helping him out, but he does like, he's like, well, what do you see? Yeah. <laughs> so you're already in there. Fuck it. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. Um, and he kind of describes the the chamber to him, and which gives him renewed belief that that there's something in there that he can. I mean, he was gonna dig the fucking thing out anyway. Exactly. So again, <laughs> lose that whole damn scene. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. Um, but uh, so the kid is the reason that the dad is introduced to Rip Torn. He is? <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, hey, is there a phone at your dad's factory? I need to use it. Okay. So Rip goes up to the dad's factory to use he the phone. He didn't need the kid. He could have just been, shit, I need a phone. Need I'm going to walk I'm next gonna door walk to this <laughs> factory. We don't need this kid. No, I know you're right. Uh, and so he does. He sees the dolls and he's like, I challenge anybody to defend this kid's <laughs> presence in this movie to me. <laughs> and he's like, those, those dolls are hauntingly beautiful. In, in his like his really fake like John Voight yeah. in Anaconda like sometimes Spanish accent. Um, and Meanwhile, then, nothing is being done at this factory. Right. Oh, I mean, it is interesting though because they do keep adding employees. You do keep seeing more and more people kind of cleaning up and kind of doing but stuff. But nothing's changed. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> um, well, I mean, somebody does get to make burritos in there, like on the on the floor of the actual. Like they're in the middle of a factory that's that's melting plastic everywhere, yeah. and they're like, "Fuck it, let's cook that's dinner right here." I like the burrito scene. I do too. Um, okay, this actually, I thought this was interesting. Oh well, okay, I gotta explain this part too, though. Uh, this is where he reveals that the people weren't Mayan, but they were Sansa, the Satan on Earth, mm-hmm. and it was just like the language of the kids' book. Blah blah blah. Okay, so the sun. When he grabs the Cult of the Dead book, mm-hmm. that thing that's on the, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. wall there, did you notice the font on that fucking book? Oh, yeah. It was Walking Dead. It was the Walking Dead Holy font. Oh, shit, you're right. I, it blew my mind. <laughs> it did. I, it's exactly. It looked familiar to me, yeah. That was the but Walking right. Dead yep. font. Like yep. I don't know if he literally 
bit that from this movie. It could be coincidental. It could be a font that I've never seen before. It is before. just kind of like scraggly letters. Man, but it is so similar. It is. My very- wife a printmaker. Yes. She specializes in that. And she was like, wow, that's a Walking Dead font. And I was like, that <laughs> that is the Walking Dead font. Maybe it is a font that I don't know. But mm-hmm. like, that was absolutely it. And it I'm going to post like, a photo of that on And it also looks Instagram. like such a fake book, too. It does look like a fake book. <laughs> like somebody somebody grabbed a white piece of paper, drew drew with thumb Sharpie, and yeah, put it on a book. It's got the same image on the front and the back cover, which yeah. is also always, always a good sign in a book. Um, and then... In classic horror movie, uh, typical stuff, Rip goes into the dig alone at night. It's like he's been working all day and he's like, well, it's fucking midnight. I might as well go down to the dig and do more work. Dude, go to sleep. Yeah. You've got a team coming tomorrow. And so while he goes in to do the dig at night, the kid sneaks out of the house. <laughs> oh, Again. That moment. That sneak out. That sucked so much. Thank you. That was the worst. Now, now not that, only was this kid useless... He's making a bad that, scene. That Urkel-esque performance of like, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go away. So the, kid, so the kid tells his mom he's going upstairs to go to bed. And she's like, this early? He's like, yeah, I'm tired. And so he stomps as hard as he can to like make him sound like he's going upstairs. But he only stomps up like three stairs. <laughs> then he turns around and he tiptoes out the front door. He's like, so like I guess yawn. My- I sure yeah, am tired. Boom, boom, boom. It's just like. Yeah. I guess he only went up three stairs to get to bed, the mom would think. Uh, Boo. And so then we watched the kid walk in the dark. Yes. <laughs> walking in the dark, walking in the dark. He's walking in the graveyard through the dark. I don't know. I liked the spooky graveyard. I thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have your graveyard. I thought it added to the ambiance and being chased by a dog in a graveyard And sucks. then he gets chased by a dog. So meanwhile, this kid that we don't need, who's adding nothing to nothing... We, we spend all this time with him walking in the dark, getting chased by a dog. What uh, happens to that dog? Nothing. Where does it go? It He escapes afterwards into the doll factory. He fucks up his dad's sink. But, like, meanwhile, hmm. uh, so he's running from a dog, running from a dog. We're, we go to the doll factory now to our one employee that's there. <laughs> yes. Uh, close up for the night, he says. Yeah. The dad says. He walks out. And he's making himself food on a little... Luis, Luis is that his name? Luis? I think might be. I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, <clears throat> but he ends up starting to get stuck. He he pulls one of the dolls off the wall, and it's <laughs> that classic like horror movie thing where where people talk to themselves or talk to yes. dolls. Like, and also it's that classic thing where they insult the killer. Yes. Where, like, you don't know that the doll is evil. It happens in, like, the Child's Play movies. It happens in, like, all ugly of these. Doll. You're <laughs> You're an ugly little fucker or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, they say something, and then the doll kills them. Yep. And he goes way out of his way. And also, you know, super creepy with the doll. He's like, hey, why don't you come back to my yeah, place? Yeah, he pulls it off the wall. Hey. He's like, hey, Sidney, what are you doing today? He's like, jingles his keys. He's like, you can come back to my room when you're done. You know, that's a child doll, right? And, yeah. You know, that's not a not a grown adult doll. Just And then he's like, <laughs> oh, whatever. You're ugly. And your nose is shiny. Your nose is shiny. And then he goes back to cooking his thing, and then he looks back at the doll again, and he goes, and you got a big head. All women have big heads. <laughs> <laughs> also, I really like. I looked at that guy and I was like, "Oh my god, he looks like Ice Cube and Bob Ross kind of jammed <laughs> together." And I was like, "It's the Mexican Ice Cube Bob Ross mashup that I've always wanted, but never knew you needed. <laughs> never knew I needed until now." Uh, so, you he, have a big head. <laughs> All women have big heads. 
just let that line soak in. I can't even figure out what it means. Nope, I got nothing. So he hears a noise somewhere in the factory, and, and then he we do that. walks off and gets cat scared. Yes, the classic cat scare. And right after the cat scare, we get the shaking doll, doll on a stick. <laughs> I love it. I love doll on a stick. <laughs> I think it's great. It's doll on a stick. <laughs> um, the son can't get to the dig now. We're cutting back to Jimmy. We're cutting back to the thing, and he's got, and the, the kid's got a stick, and he's like, shit, man, I'm going to fuck up that dog. <laughs> But then yeah. we, then we well, go. Yeah, now the dolls are actually actively stalking Luis in the factory. So we keep cutting to the kid for no reason when we yes. should just be sticking with Luis getting attacked. And here's where we see I'm not sure if it's the first time or not. Here's where we see multiple dolls at the yes. same time. So the dolls are. Really cool. Yeah. So all of a sudden the dolls are grabbing his feet. They're kicking over boxes from the top and saying stupid, yeah. stupid things. Yeah. And then they basically trick him. They like kind of like move him over until he sticks his hand into the sewing machine. One of them controls the foot pedal. One of them controls the thing on top and like jams his hand in there. And it was a gross, awesome effect. And he holds his hand up and once he rips it off and you see stitches going through all (laughs) over the middle of his hand and he screams and it looks great. That was super effective. Yeah. Um, So this, this scene confused the hell out of me. What happens here? Okay, so apparently... They I mean, say he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. It looked like there was a doll trying to crawl through his chest. I, there he, was a so big, Louise, fake chest. Louise looks at his scarred up, sewing-machined hand, screams, falls on the ground, rips his shirt open, and then we see his chest like bubbling, almost like Toxic Avenger right. kind of, like, like something's going like to pop. Something's going to come out of his fucking chest, and we're to assume that because he's that overweight, that his chest is like, that this heart attack is that massive. It's like blowing out pistons in yeah, a fucking So we see this like thing, we're like, what's going to happen? And then, he, then he just like tilts his head and goes, Bleh. And dies like nothing happens with the chest at all. Yeah, and it was clearly like a fake chest. Like it was, yeah. it was a big rubber chest. I really so. wonder if they did have some effect planned and it just didn't work, so they just cut. They must have. They, I mean, they couldn't have just said that that was a heart attack, or maybe they. There's no justifying that as a heart attack. There was bubbles, do, multiple. Do you think that they had a lot of footage of the beginning of that? Then they had the doll break through. That's what I'm wondering. And then they had to cut it down for sensors. That could be. Because then, I mean, they still find him with his chest completely. They'd have to shoot that scene again, too. But, you know, maybe they did. Yeah. But it's just weird. So then we cut back to Useless, and he's still running from the dog, and he's found himself a stick, and he's like, ooh, I'm going to attack this dog. I've got a bat. Then the dog comes around, and he's like, oh, fuck that, I'm a wimp. And he just runs and, and jumps into the window of the dad's doll shop, breaks the sink, sprays water everywhere that consequently doesn't go anywhere either. Nothing's... Nope. There's no point to that. The dog disappears. We never see the dog again. <laughs> like, he breaks the sink, floods the dad's shop, but that's never brought up again. Nope. And, he, and then he just has, like, the most horrible acting there. Where he's like, oh, man, I broke the sink. Oh, I guess I have to get some towels. And he knocks over boxes, and he's like, oh. It reminded me of um, Wet Hot American Summer. Where Paul, where Paul Rudd throws his uh, <laughs> dining room table, the, the lunch on the yeah. pick it up. <sighs> oh. <laughs> That's exactly what this kid's doing in this scene. Only, like, not trying to do yeah, it in exactly. a humorous way. And it's just so painful to watch. Yeah, and I don't know if there's a point to this. Maybe it's because this is how they get out or whatever. But he finds Lewis's keys on the ground at this point. He picks up a set of keys. I assume it's Lewis's keys. Yeah. That he used to lock up. But then he finds Lewis's body. And then he finds Lewis's body. Yeah, yeah. And then tells the dad that, I guess. But here's the dealie. Like, 
the dad could have just found Louise when he opened the shop the of next course. day. We never had to see this kid run from a dog, run nope. through the graveyard, jump through the window, break a sink, overact, pick it up, <laughs> grabbing paper towels. Okay. However, he does get the best scene. Like, this is, like, literally my favorite scene in the whole movie. The kid's walking through, and he's like... It's because it's basically a Scooby-Doo thing, except it's super gross and weird. Um, he's walking around. And he's like, oh, there's something creepy around here. And there's the <gasps> oh, head on a stick. That. And the tongue darts out. And it's like huge, long tongue. Just like... <laughs> I actually rewound that several times. and took video on my phone. Yep, me too. <laughs> and it looks awesome. Because the doll, like the doll head that's on this on this little post is emoting in a way like it looks like it's making fun of him yeah like every time it cuts back when the tongue is back in it's like looking at him in a i have each little still and it looks great like it's it does, stupid but like, as hell but, but he great. didn't see it right exactly it could have been lewis who you could have done that with him but i mean the kid yeah yeah. It was just a stupid... It was just like in uh, Grotesque where some of the um, monster makeup masks and stuff came to life during a scene for no reason at all. Just because they knew that it was boring. Yeah. You know, you don't want to have... You don't want to have nothing going on. You can't just have him, like, bumbling around the warehouse for 20 minutes. <laughs> we kind of did. Um, but either way, like, he doesn't see this tongue thing either. So he's, like, looking around. Then that happens and he's just like... Something weird's going on around here. I'm like, getting out of here. Yeah, but he didn't even see it. <laughs> it's a g- 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 ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't believe uh, I almost forgot about that tongue squad. Oh my dolphin. god, it's so good. <laughs> um, and this is this part is another inexplicable scene. We we find a nun. Well, it turns out she's a nun or something, and she's trying to burn down a dirt and stone archaeological dig with a can of gasoline. I don't know if she's just deficient or, like, if she had some plan. What do you hope to accomplish? And she meets... It's made of rocks! And she she meets Ripped Horn, and she's like, you let the evil out, you let the thing, and it's just like, but we we know the evil's been let out. We saw the evil get let out. Right. This this is enough. This is superfluous, except to tie us to the to the, the fact that the convent. nun the nun was the. Uh... But that really doesn't make it, the nun could have been excised as well. We mm-hmm. didn't even need Agreed. to see the nun. It's just it's more it's more stuff to tie this into an exorcist type feel. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to get an exorcist vibe into this thing as well as a as the child's play vibe yep. and. It just feels it feels shoehorned in. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel natural at all. Again, again, it's just not thought out enough. God no. They're just like, and then God no. And then so the yeah, I don't even remember. I think I fast forwarded this part because it was just <laughs> stupid. It was just like oh, the mom's trying to figure out what's going on, and she finds out that the uh, somehow that the nun is a sister of the house. Yep. Yeah, of her so, maid. So she says. Uh, she's like, if you can close the tomb, maybe the God, maybe God will spare us to, to rip torn when this is the one who runs away. Um, so, and then Jimmy's, Jimmy's there. He has the weird tongue thing. Uh, so his dad and, uh, and rip torn are outside the factory now. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy runs out of the factory and like into the arms of his dad. Basically, like, perfect timing. As soon as Jimmy gets out of the factory, the two of them are there. Like, Louis's body's in there, and he's dead, and blah, blah. <laughs> So he goes in. They find the body, um, and 
you know, everybody goes home and they're like, well, whatever. <laughs> Another body, psh, typical. Third body in three days, you know, same old stuff. Uh, and, but then uh, the kid mentions that he's been reading up on the on the, the evil. He mentions Sansa and the mom's like, that's what she said, that the kid, that my daughter was talking. Yeah. And, the, and then there's these weird things that she's been drawing. And uh, so, so the mom's like, you know, maybe... Maybe I'm going to try to separate the doll and my daughter. <laughs> Maybe I'll just come into her room at night, see how this goes down. Yep. And so she tries to get the doll away. And then Jessica has her best freak out yet mm-hmm. where she says she's going to get to kill her mom yep. if they try to separate the two of them. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> she gets demon voice in this one where she's speaking in like. Well, the doll speaks through her. Like, yes. No, leave her. The kid's mine now. Doing the whole right exorcist sticky thing again. Yeah. Um. So now the mom knows what's up, but the yep. dad is still being a fucking and the, and the girl is bag always, of hammers. And the girl is always being super innocent though around the dad. Yes, true. We forgot to mention that aspect. I still think the dad's a bag of hammers yeah. in, this, in this instance. <laughs> like, uh, uh, he's like, oh, we moved down here. We can't just because she's having a temper tantrum. And it's yeah. like. She's, There's been three bodies. There are three bodies, and she is mentally ill. There's like, three bodies. Your daughter's going bonkers. You bought a tool shed that you thought was a factory. <laughs> like, get out. Just sue all of these people exactly. and go back to L.A. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, he's still, like, three people dead. He still thinks everything's fine. Uh, now now mom goes to visit the dig. You know, I don't even know her name. Oh, who cares? Nah, it doesn't matter. Uh, so Denise Crosby goes to visit the dig. And Rip tells her about the story about the devil child with the goat head and the feeding the blood of the children yep. and all that shit. But again, no motive. They're yeah. just like, these people wanted to make... The, he says that. He yeah. said, these people wanted to make an evil baby. Yeah, can you so, blame them? So they did, but then it destroyed them almost. Yeah. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's actually it's like that Futurama episode. They took the most evil parts of every car and put it together. <laughs> Little did they know they created a car that was pure evil. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that happens. That's kind of exactly what happened. Um, so this is that jarring ADR cover up that oh, they yeah? did. This is where they like they smash to the convent, but like Denise Crosby does that voiceover where she's like, "I'm going to go to the convent now." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. It rams you right into a wall. Yeah, probably uh, like wasn't even her. It was like the intern. Hey, Sally, can, yeah. can you come in here and just say something real quick? We need it for editing. And uh, and so now now we realize that Jimmy is afraid of her too. Jimmy realizes what's up and he's like playing with a plane in the living room and like the doll's in there and she walks in and he's like, I'm going to go because yeah. fuck this. Um, and so the mom's visiting Sister Alva. Which is the sister of Camilla, which was the housekeeper. Yes. Um, and basically, she just says, you're screwed. There's nothing you can do. It's too late. Which makes the ending of this movie so frustrating. But yeah. that's a whole other story. We'll wait till the end. This is a problem I had with the movie, though. This scene with Rip Torn telling the things, like, it wasn't that interesting. Going to the nun, it's just not the that interesting. The point of going to the nun would be for her to give you some goddamn rules. Some rules, They just yes. keep botching the opportunity to set up set the some rules, ground rules of this and set up fucking a, universe. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, it's bad. It's Rip, bad, and you're, Rip you're Tor- dead. Rip, 
information from Torn. It's bad. There's bad things. We go talk to the nun. It's bad. Bad, bad things. They want to kill your children, and uh, and it's too late, and maybe God will help. Cool. How do I stop it? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, it's maybe, too late. Maybe God will help. Maybe God will do it. Um, <laughs> so, that's it. I'm, oh, this is my favorite line. Uh, Denise Crosby's line. I'm not losing my daughter to a 900-year-old goat head. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Apropos of nothing, it's a hilarious line. Um, so put that on a shirt. <laughs> there, maybe that'll be the T-shirt that we do for the podcast. So, uh, so mom goes back home and creeps around the house looking for Jessica. Jimmy's hiding in the closet because he's afraid of Jessica, and uh, and he reveals the whole purpose of his. And he scares the mom. It's just like boo. Mom's like, oh shit. She's just like, I got this key. I'm hiding. <laughs> I know that she's possessed of an ancient demon. Yep. And I'm fearing for my life. Also, I want to get some wacky pranks in. <laughs> like, whatever. Fuck that kid. Um, so mom mom couldn't open the door to the to the little girl's room. Now she has now the key. Now she has the key. Now she can open the door to the little girl's room. She realizes that. Uh, the doll's now like full on talking to and her. And it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, we see that we see the doll with the most animated face we've seen yet. Yeah. Snarling in this chair. Yeah. And explaining to the mom that the girl's mine. There's yeah. nothing you could do now. And also like she's he, there's a very exorcist kind of line, like, She's in here with us now and there's nothing you can do. Yep. And the mom's instantly like, Oh my god, the she's dead and she's literally inside the doll, but then she looks behind the doll and Jessica's literally she's standing, her standing in the corner. there looking weird, yeah. And she's like, Okay, fuck this and goes to get the shotgun. <laughs> Which might be the smartest move so far. Yeah. Grabbing the shotgun was and not a bad move. She almost took out her damn daughter with it. She has she like has good control. Guns. You know? <laughs> <laughs> most accidents happen with evil dolls in your house when you have a shotgun. Evil dolls and guns don't mix. <laughs> it's so true. Um yeah, uh Jimmy tries to call dad, but the doll takes the phone off the hook at the factory, which is where they're working in like hive mind, which is cool. Yep. Um what's the dad even doing there at the factory at that point? Oh god, who knows? It's nighttime. Why is he at the factory? Yeah, I never thought of that until just now. Huh. He's not like, he doesn't even, he's not sewing doll dresses. <laughs> he is definitely not sewing doll dresses. <laughs> There's Louise blood on every dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I gotta get all the blood out of these dolls. Oh, my maid morning. got killed, so nobody's here to clean the blood off the sewing machine. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Uh, <laughs> this was cool. Um, like, the mom grabs Jessica and she's like, we're going to get out of here, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the doll's like, hey, Jessica, why don't you fuck that mom up? And then the, <laughs> the, the doll's like, yeah, and just starts punching mom in the face, yep. like takes her down. Um, and so she drops her shotgun and Jimmy. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, yeah. Somebody's eating his words. Oh, yeah. Jimmy gets the shotgun. And what does he do? He says something, something. Bitch. <laughs> shoots the doll. He says, welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> he says something, something, bitch. I don't remember what he says. Yeah. But he, tries to, he tries to be... He's super badass. He looks as badass as Eddie Furlong in <laughs> Pet Cemetery 2, which is which not much. Not very badass. <laughs> he pissed me off. Um, yeah. But yeah, he shoots the doll. But at the same time, yeah, the mom could have just wrestled the doll, the yeah, daughter exactly. off her, got up, grabbed the gun, and shot it. 
And she could have said, stay away from her, you bitch. Yes. <laughs> Some permutation of the alien's line that would have been actually... Just as bitey for everything else in this Probably movie. would have been even more... Like more moving if she was literally like, "You keep away from my daughter," yeah, and like pulled the trigger, and, like threw the daughter across the room first, to, yeah, like, distance. Like that would have been yeah. a so much better scene than Jimmy yeah, picking up the gun. Absolutely. Would so have been in this scene, Jimmy actually way. does something of use, but it could have, but been, it could have been done it better. Could have been done better without him there. I mean, even better. You could. have, I mean, relying on a little girl of that age to do this. The little girl could have been wrestling with her inner demons and she sees the mom in danger and she yep. has like a glimmer in her eye and she pulls the trigger. Yeah. Whoa. And then she's free of the, the demon. I did like it when Jimmy shot the ceiling first, though, before he did that. And then the, and then the dolly looks up like. <laughs> I and the, and the doll what they were using has such a fat neck. Did you notice that shit? Yes. <laughs> I was just like, in this scene, for some reason, the doll's just got this giant, like, fatter neck, probably for the puppet construction because to, like, they, look up or I something. I don't think they had ever, like, I doubt that there was anything in the notes before this saying, by the way, the doll needs to be able to look up. Yeah. And they probably added the scene of him shooting the ceiling at, like, you know, yellow pages or something. Like, yep. it's a later addition <laughs> to the script. And they were like, dude. We never had to make a doll that looks up. What the fuck are you doing to us? <laughs> and so they put a big hunk of foam rubber over it and cut one of the heads off and went, <laughs> and made it look up. But uh, yeah, whatever. It yeah. still looked cool. Yep. <laughs> I liked it. Yes. So uh, then they all get out of there. Yep. Apparently the girl's fine now. The girl, yeah. That it, part of the, again, no rules we've talked about the hive mind there's there's dolls at the factory doing the thing there's dolls back at home everything is mysterious apparently that shotgun blast killed the demon that you was can in that kill a do doll or a demon or something I, like why wouldn't the why wouldn't the demon just fly out of that doll i already thought it possessed the girl i thought and these are like these are simple rules that you could just you could establish you could they be like not once they anything. once they develop you know whatever into this thing then they can't get out yeah. if they've been in long enough then yeah like none same of that's, thing with none Chucky of that's, exactly none of that's talked about you never talk about it so apparently shooting the doll with the shotgun stopped the girl from being possessed and she's back to normal sort of yeah exactly so. Uh, and uh, now Riptorn's like sawing into this. <laughs> Speaking of Riptorn doing like anti-archaeological things, he's got yeah. like a like an angle grinder or something, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> check out this tomb! <laughs> Fuck this thing!" And then he's like pointing at it with a laser pointer, and he's like, "Oh, science!" And uh, do you have any idea what this could mean in the field of science? <laughs> could mean real progress in the field of science. Um, <laughs> and. And then just like the just like the nanny blowing out of the cistern, we have the 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 tomb just explodes. The top just pops off. And we off. see the the goat boy. Yeah. Little little That was kinda cool. Yeah. Little we goat footed see, balloon. We see the boy. corpse of uh yeah, human body, goat for a head. He's like, My God, it's true. <laughs> Which I mean, you could put a goat head on a I mean, it could just be a Fiji mermaid. Yeah. You literally, it, it's not explaining that magic is real. You're literally like, I went to the P.T. Barnum display and I found out that there are actual mermaids. Yeah. You know, no, you saw a monkey's head that was sewn onto a fish. It's yep. like not really not impossible to fake that. But it convinced him. Um, and while this is going on, dad's getting like 
attacked by dolls at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. So he's at the factory, and a doll wraps wraps a, a rope around his leg and turns on the mixer. The mixer, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, and the rope's being spun around the giant mixer, Mi- mixing blade, mixing blade. It just looks like a big ice auger or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, we don't actually get like a big wide shot of it either. We just see like the spinning kind yeah. of blade. We don't even understand how where the ropes attached. Yeah, or no what's clue. It, like, wouldn't it like just wouldn't the dad kind of get pulled into that and then just kind of just spin, spin around, around with it? <laughs> like, it wasn't like there was any danger. Yeah, he would have been just, like, on the outside. Like, well, this they would have dragged him around the outside <laughs> of that bowl. Jolly, <laughs> I'm getting really dizzy now. <laughs> could you, uh, any chance you could stop? Oh, my God, you're right. It totally would not have killed him. There it wasn't, just there wasn't, spun him around there the wasn't two mixers. It would make sense if there were two. He would get crushed between them. There's just yeah, one there was giant nothing at the bottom. pillar. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well. And he's, like, hanging on the wall. And uh, eventually when he loses his grasp, it's almost like the rope's like a rubber band. It's like yep. He's, like, <laughs> he's catapulted backwards. But don't worry. Riptorn saves the day. By uh, shutting off the power to the mixer. Yep. So Rip kills the power. And now everybody's on the same page. Now we've got every single character believes in magic, believes in this evil demon. They're all on the same page. And what fights magic? Dynamite. Dynamite. That's... (sighs) Fuck me. Um, So so they say something like, we got to blow the pit or something. So this is weird. I mean, again, with this kid, they're like, we've got to blow them up because they're all in the factory. So... They go in, they're like, you stay here, and then the uh, Jimmy stays behind. But once they get inside, mm-hmm. Jimmy's like, I've got to go blow up the pit. Yeah. And so he goes and he grabs dynamite and he goes and actually goes and blows up the pit. Yes. I don't know. Why? Like, It's never established what the point of that is. So they just start... Uh, placing dynamite all around the factory. <laughs> I like this scene, too. Yeah. Uh, they light dynamites and throw it down, and the doll will run up and like blow it out. Blow it out, or the doll the, run out, pull the wick out of the thing. So every dynamite they're leaving is just getting stopped like that. Yeah, they and they pretty much, almost it was really close. Like they pretty much got like every single one of them except the last one. One of the dolls picks up, and it's all the way down, and it looks at it and it goes, uh oh, like a that <laughs> part bothered me so much because the dolls were stopping the dynamite. It knew what was going on. And if it's all the same creature, that this one part of the creature picks up is like, oh, oh. It's just like, why, why wouldn't you throw that or, or rip the wick out? Like, you had time to do that. You just you just did it like three or four times. But then this one, you're like, oh, shit, guess I'm going to die. <laughs> I, it's a Looney Tunes thing. It's yep. like an homage. Like, there should have been like a little sign in its hand. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so that... And so we have the classic two guys running out of the building, ripping the dad, run out, fall down the field, the building blows up. That's it. And that's it. Credits fucking roll. The the pit blows up, the building blows up, and then credits roll. They haven't established any ground rules to what kills these demons... Assuming how, how they're is, just out there in the world now. It's an immortal, demonic, body-swapping force, and you just set off some fucking dynamite in a tool shed. Yeah, I mean... You're going to tell me that that kills this thing? Apparently. I mean, we're to assume that, I guess. But this movie needed an epilogue. Desperately. Mm-hmm. Desperately needed them to, to go back in, and they're like, 
Woo, thank God. It turns out that the only thing that can kill a demon <laughs> is dynamite. It says right here in the Necronomicon that... Mm, you know, something, you or, know. Uh, my buddy Marcus also said this. He goes, they should have had a head doll to fight. Oh, my like, God. Like, once they got all the other ones. That last. Yeah. <laughs> like, there should have been, like, the boss doll. Like, <laughs> that would have been cool. Which led me to come up with my They all this. melt together. Dude. Oh, my God. with me God. here. This is, what, this is what I envisioned for the end. You know you know how they, they fly out of the building. Yep. The building's on fire. And we get that slow zoom into the door before credits roll. What if all of a sudden this gelatinous blobby, all these dolls melted together and still on fire creature walks out? Then they got to fight that. I would imagine that would put them about half their budget over budget. <laughs> Obviously, they couldn't pull that off. But that would have been so cool. That would have been great. And and if they defeated it by some crazy ass thing they learned from a nun or something that we never were told. If you, they, know what I mean? yeah. like you need to get all the components of it together and, into one... You, you, there's so much they could do like that would be yeah. all the dolls together into one thing so we've yeah. got every the creature in one specific spot then they we stick had to, it they trap it in the tomb they put the lid on the tomb and then they blow yes, up the entrance that would make sense blowing up a tool shed does not stop a demon in my book <laughs> I, I mean I'm not an expert <laughs> but I don't think it does <laughs> yeah uh, so that that's a very frustrating ending the ending is so frustrating the movie itself is not great. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say I rented it as a kid. I was obsessed with killer dolls when I was yeah. younger. I'm not so much anymore, but I still, I still enjoy my Chuckies. Um, I, think, I think Dolls is a better doll movie. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but still, it has its charms. I, I enjoy watching it. I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's so bad it's good. It's definitely one of those. It definitely is. Uh, but the dolly is so shitty and, and inconsistent. <laughs> sometimes they got no face. Sometimes it's yeah. a fully moving face. Sometimes it, but again, they don't give us rules. They don't say like, there like, no like, rules. like with Chucky, the doll's not turning more human, but all of a sudden it's like now this doll's developed moving eyes and moving mouths. And before it was just nothing. Yeah. Rules. God damn it. <laughs> when you make a movie that has insane supernatural premises like this, you've got to have rules. Or nobody knows where they are. So, a um, couple fun facts, though, before we take off. Oh, yeah. Music was by Mark Snow. Of no the shit. Yep. <laughs> I didn't notice that. And um, and Twin Peaks. Yep. And Dolly Dearest, um, when it was an actual person in the doll suit, mm-hmm. was played by Ed Gale, who was me. also a Chucky stunt double. <laughs> oh, man. Who was also... A one of the dwarves in uh, Phantasm Two. Oh my God! Who was also one of the Dinks in Spaceballs? Who was also one of the Station in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Who was also the Pinata in Pinata Survival Island? <laughs> Which Matt did a an article on for the yep. Funbox Monster Magazine, available online at CoCityComics.com. Just just throwing that out just there. Throwing that out there. <laughs> And oh. there, there's my sales pitch. <laughs> uh, nice, good job. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what 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 kind of crazy uh, horror royalty? He's in a thousand that's other things amazing. too. I wrote I wrote down all these things that he was in. That's the that's the piece of paper I left at work there. Holy shit! But yeah, that's super Ed, cool. Ed Gale. Never never heard the name before until I started looking up this. And that's amazing. I think Phil Fondacaro was one of the Phantasm uh, weird little Jawas too. Oh, yeah? yeah, I did not so, know that. Yeah, there's a couple of weird weird little like. 
famous royalty people playing those yeah. characters. Awesome. Well, that's a great fun fact. Yes. Yeah. And Ed I think Gale. that's and I think that's uh, that's enough to to send us off. Uh, thank you so much. That was um, Dolly Dearest. That was Dolly Dearest. Check it uh, out. Yeah, watch this movie. It it's, is it is worth watching. It's definitely worth watching. <laughs> um, follow us at uh, Funbox Monster Podcast. I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend, and uh, CoastCityComics.com, and uh, all that. We have a new Funbox Monster magazine coming out. In a month or so. so. I wrote a word in it. You did. You wrote several words. <laughs> that article is awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, it's great. So uh, we'll see you later. Peace.